Introducing the Two-Way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the Two-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the Two-Way for yourself at newbalance.com. Good morning. It's Monday, June 24th, and you are listening to the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz, a daily podcast catching you up on and breaking down the day's college football news, all within 15 minutes or fewer. My name is Connor Tapp, and I'm joined on the other line this and every weekday by 24-7 Sports College Sports Editor, Trey Scott. Trey, what's going on? Connor, I have a question for you. Yeah. How many days until the start of the college football season? Ooh, Trey, there are 61 days between today and the start of the college football season. And uh, 61 is the age of the oldest person to ever participate in a game of college football. In 2011, Vietnam veteran and grandfather of three, Alan Moore, came into a game and successfully attempted a field goal for NAIA Faulkner University down in Montgomery, Alabama. So if you are 60 or younger, you're you're and you haven't played college football yet. Hey, the chance is still out there for you. That's I think I remember that. Um, that's a good nugget, Connor. Uh, should I start us off? Yeah, let's go. Newsy weekend, guys. So this is not going to kickstart talk of conference realignment. We're going to have to wait till the mid 2020s for that. But UConn, by all accounts, is leaving the American Athletic Conference and is hoping to rejoin the Big East by the 2020-2021 athletic season. Of course, the Big East Conference does not carry football. This is a basketball-centric move because UConn is obviously a basketball school, women's and men's. It never made sense in the American. But this is a football podcast, so let's, let's break a few things down. Quickly, this is probably the end of UConn football as we know it on a relevant, if it was, scale. The Huskies are 10 years removed from a Fiesta Bowl appearance. They have been a disaster since then. One bowl appearance, no winning seasons, one in 11 last year. They do not want to drop football and they like at all, but like that's an option. Like they could just eliminate their football program. They could drop down to the FCS level. They don't want to do that either. So they'll either become an independent program or try to join like the Conference USA or something. Either way, it doesn't look good for the prospects of their football team ever sort of returning to the Fiesta Bowl uh, or anything like that. This is, this is pretty much the end of it for UConn. As for the AAC, it's going to be fine. Uh, losing one school won't affect its ESPN contract. And it has some options here, Connor. And it can add a football-only rep, such as Air Force or Army, like it has with Navy, though that would mess up the awesome end-of-year Army-Navy clash. It could then add a basketball school, like basketball-only school, like Virginia Commonwealth. Or it could explore calling up a football and basketball full-time member, such as Boise State, BYU, and FIU, FAU, North Texas, etc. Tons of options. We will see... Weekend bombshell, though, I think, and, and really interesting as far as what happens next. Man, South Carolina's loss to UConn in the 2010 Papa John's.com Bowl, looking even more grim. Um, a Baton Rouge man named Paul Funes pled guilty last week to embezzling more than $550,000 from Our Lady of the Lake Hospitals, where he formerly served as the chief fundraiser. 
court documents revealed that Funes admitted to paying James Alexander approximately $180,000 while his son Vidal was playing football at LSU. In a statement, LSU Senior Associate Athletic Director Robert Munson said, LSU was made aware of specific allegations by Our Lady of the Lake officials in late 2018 and made that information immediately available to the NCAA. As this is an ongoing inquiry, LSU will have no further comment. Kansas head coach Les Miles, who coached Alexander while he was at LSU, said, I didn't know about it and wouldn't have expected that in any way. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be surprised if anything comes from that. Um, nothing's really coming from LSU's basketball investigation uh, by the NCAA. We thought Coach Will Wade would be on the outs and you know the program would crumble and instead he's back and they're recruiting uh, again at a, at a high level. This is... Uh, I wouldn't be too concerned if you're an LSU fan, though. Uh, Georgia on Friday dismissed leading returning receiver Jeremiah Holloman because of a domestic abuse incident involving his ex-girlfriend, which allegedly occurred in April of 2018 and was reported by the victim earlier this month in June of 2019. The details are pretty bad. Holloman's police interview publicized via open records requested nothing to exonerate him from the charges. In quotes, I pushed her hard. I pushed her real hard, he said. Football-wise, this is huge. Uh, Holloman's a former elite recruit. He only had 24 catches for 418 yards and five scores a year ago, but that's the most of any returning receiver on Georgia's team. The Bulldogs suffered a ton of early entrance to the NFL draft. Riley Ridley and Mecole Hardiman, along with tight end Alzignata. They also lost four-year starter or four-year uh, player uh, Terry Godwin. So if you're Kirby Smart and if you're quarterback Jake Fromm, you're really banking on your highly talented 2019 receiving crop of Dominic Playlock and George Pickens to be ready to go from the very beginning. Yeah, just doing some napkin math here. I've got more than 73% of Georgia's receiving yards from last year now uh, will not be available to them in 2019. Tra- and, and, and one of, and one of the, the, the large chunks of their receiving, uh, I believe running back DeAndre Swift had 30 catches. Yep. So those numbers are even... Even probably a little bit more grim as far as how the receiving room looks um, when you when you boil it down to it. Now, they do have former five-star Demetrius Robertson. Uh, he was the number one receiver in the class of, uh, I believe, 2016. Had a really great uh, start at Cal. Transferred to Georgia. Played last year. Didn't record a catch. So, we'll see if they can unlock him. They could still have a pretty nice receiving group uh, if he contributes. And then if you have uh, Pickens and Blaylock going. But this is definitely a loss. Also, just, you know, um, really, really bad news, too. Yeah, we were talking last week about how amped we were for seeing what Jake Fromm could do this year. Does this, I mean, I mean, it, it's only one person that, that we were expecting at the time that we had that conversation, not, not present on the team now. But, I mean, does this significantly alter what you think we could see from him? Um, that's a good question. I, I do think we knew that Georgia was going to have to kind of rebuild on the fly its receiving core, but that looked a lot better when you had Holloman as kind of the anchor of that. And when you lose him now, you're saying, all right, uh, it's Demetrius Robertson or it's uh, a true freshman receiver. I think it's going to take some time. So I think this is, this is certainly a, a really big loss for Georgia. Um, it's, this is not, I, I know it's you know, a classic joke of Georgia to, to lose a guy in a situation like this. And obviously, you know, this is a really ugly look. But this is a, a, a huge blow football-wise. This is a, the kind of guy that, they were expected to bank on in 2019. 
Trey, with the recruiting dead period starting today and running through July 24th, it was another busy weekend of official visits and commits. So take us hurry up, no huddle through the biggest commitments from the weekend. All right. So I'm going to uh, regurgitate a lot of names and uh, four-star denotations here. Uh, in case you missed it, four-star defensive back Clark Phillips committed to Ohio State on CBS Sports HQ and 24-7 Sports on Friday. Uh, Buckeyes get another guy as they sort of make a DBU push. Penn State, mixed bag of news. They landed four-star defensive tackle Koziah Izzard, but also saw Florida flip four-star linebacker Derek Wingo. So yet another Penn State decommitment, which we discussed last week on the podcast, two weeks ago on the podcast. Texas got a four-star defensive back named Katan Crawford. Three-star offensive guard Xavier Hill committed to Alabama. Michigan flipped three-star defensive end Aaron Lewis from West Virginia. Pitt got six commits Saturday, including four-star safety Javante Royal. So, yeah, you're seeing with the dead period starting, we go to the opening finals in a week. We'll be there. I'll be there in a week in Dallas. Things are about to kind of cool down. Uh, June, this this final, and we'll probably have, you know, by by the time uh, this is airing on Monday, we'll probably have uh, several more commits. We'll have joined the the fold as well uh, late Sunday night. So there's a lot of recruiting action going on. All right, that's going to do it for today's episode of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend to check us out. For Trey Scott, I'm Connor Tapp, and we'll see you bright and early on Tuesday for the next edition of the 24-7 Sports Morning Blitz. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.